Welcome to the New Point Community Church Podcast. This message is part of our series, Life is Complicated, We Can Help. We want to thank you for joining us, and we hope you continue to realize and reach your full potential in Jesus Christ. I want to share with you today about dealing with difficult people. You know, the rude, the negative, the demanding, the demeaning, disapproving, disruptive, those people. You know, you can never satisfy them no matter how hard you try. Whatever you do is never enough. Whatever you do is never good enough. They're just flat out difficult. So what do you do when you run into people like that? How should you respond? How should I respond? Well, I I think one of the things that we need to do is remember that all of us can be difficult. I definitely can be difficult, and I'm sure you can be difficult. And we're probably all difficult to somebody. And so we need to remember that, and then we need to remember that God loves everyone. He loves that difficult person in your life. He loves that difficult person in my life. He even loves me when I'm difficult, and you are difficult. And so how do we respond? Well, let me share some ways with us, okay? The first way is to refuse to be offended. Refuse to be offended. You see, offense is like a a virus, okay? Now, this year, we've heard a lot about viruses, have we not? A virus is always trying to find its way into you and me. And the easiest way to fight a virus is that you never let it in. You never let it in. Because once a virus finds its way into our bodies, it begins to multiply, multiply over and over again. It multiplies and it becomes much, much more difficult to fight or to manage or to handle because it can literally paralyze a person. And that's what offense does to us emotionally and spiritually. When you and I let it in, it can multiply and it can literally overtake you. Have you ever met someone who's been paralyzed by an offense? You know, they're stuck in time. You may not see somebody for years, but they're living in that offense. They're talking about the same thing that offended them five years ago, three years ago, a year ago. It's like a virus that paralyzes them in time. And so what's the answer? Refuse to be offended. Do not let it in. Do not let it in. Look at what the psalmist says. It says, great peace have they who love your law, love your word, love your truth, love your principles. And look what it says. The benefit is nothing shall offend them or make them stumble. You see, what happens is when we love God's truth, It reminds us of who he is. It reminds us who we are, and it gives us that sense of security and confidence. You see, emotional and spiritual maturity is determined by how you and I respond to difficult people in our lives. And at that interpersonal level, your emotional and spiritual maturity is determined by how you react or respond to those people. And what scripture teaches us and what the psalmist is saying is that you and I need to be able to ground ourselves in God's truth. And when we do that, what it does is it makes us tough-minded and yet at the same time, tender-hearted. That's the picture of Jesus. 
Yet many times we get it backwards, don't we? See, when we let that offense get into us, we become tender-minded. We become tough-hearted, calloused. And you want to keep your heart tender, but you want to be able to remain mentally strong and tough. So there are things that you just don't allow to get into you. Otherwise, you're going to be offended the rest of your life, and you will end up being difficult for somebody else. And you'll forfeit your joy. You'll forfeit your peace. And so again, let me ask you, how do we keep from being offended? Well, sometimes we just have to consider the source. They, they may just be a difficult person, okay? Not only for you and me, but for other people in their life. You, you look around and you just say, you know what? They're just a difficult person. And so what you wanna do, if possible, you just wanna ignore it. Look at what Proverbs has to say. Fools show their annoyance at once, but the prudent overlooks an insult. So what happens is what he's saying here is that you and I need to get to a point of where we can look beyond the behavior to their pain or to their insecurity or to their hurt. Because when people are difficult and they're being that rude person, that demanding person, that disruptive person, there's a reason, okay? There's a reason there's pain in their life. They're insecure. And if we're grounded in God's truth, then it gives us the ability to look beyond their pain and the offensive behavior that they're exhibiting. And we begin to ask a question, why is this person so difficult? Why are they acting this way? Because you see, the more you and I understand a person, the easier it is for you and I to respond correctly and with grace. I don't know about you, but the hardest people for me to show grace to are the people who are obnoxious and I know nothing about them. I don't know their story. I don't know their family. I don't know their hurts. I don't know their, their hangups. I don't know their parents. I don't know their situation. Proverbs gives us some instructions and says, good sense and discretion makes a man slow to anger. And it is to his honor and glory, listen to this, to overlook a transgression or an offensive without seeking revenge and harboring resentment. Wow. You see, what is he saying to you and me? The more you and I understand, the more wisdom we will have in being able to deal with that difficult person because we will have patience and we'll look at things in a completely different way. And when you do this, when I do this, we're expressing love. And Proverbs talks about that. It says, love overlooks the wrongs that others do. And so how should we respond? Just refuse to be offended. My, 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 my. How that would help all of our relationships in the home, at work, at church, in the community. Here's the second truth I wanna share with you. And that is take the high road. Take the high road. Always be the bigger person. Always be the bigger person. You know what? You can't control what other people say or do. I can't either. But we can control how we respond to what they are doing and what they are saying and how they are behaving. Colossians says it this way, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And so how do we take the high road? Forgive them. 
forgive them. And by the way, guess what? You'll never have to forgive them as much as God has forgiven you. That's one of the great things that I have to remind myself over and over again. And so if I'm gonna take the high road, I've gotta forgive them. Jesus said it like this. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And many times a difficult person doesn't even realize how they're coming across because it's just a part of who they are. They need to be transformed and, and they're not transformed. And so forgive them. And then don't gossip. Don't gossip. Refuse to gossip. You see, anytime you find yourself speaking about someone else, ask yourself, does this benefit the person that I'm speaking to? Does this benefit the person that I'm speaking about? Does this even benefit me? And if the answer is no, well, then it's gossip. And please, you know, some of us church folks, you know what we do? We, we just use it as a prayer request. And really, if you strip all of that away, it's really gossip. You see, gossip never benefits anyone. Proverbs gives us this truth. Disregarding another person's fault preserves love. Gossiping about them separates close friends. And so what you wanna do is you wanna take the high road. You wanna forgive and don't gossip. And then you wanna show empathy. This is so important, okay? Man, do all of us need this, okay? You never know what's going on in another person's life. You just don't. And so seeing someone from a grace point of view, from God's point of view, will change how you see the situation and how you deal with that difficult person. Because what happens is you'll begin to look for their best and you won't make a quick judgment. You know, maybe they are going through a difficult time. Maybe the pressure at home, maybe the pressure at work, maybe the pressure in life is just eating their lunch and has put them on edge and God has placed them in your life for that specific moment and you never know. Trust me, God works that way. God will allow you to experience difficult people. He will put them in your path because he wants you and I to impact them. He wants you and I to influence them. He wants you and I to be able to make a difference in their life. And if you don't try to see their perspective, then you can miss it. You can miss the very reason why God brought them into your life. Paul is, is empathizing with the people here in, in Roman, he says this, he says, be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. That's so important. He says, don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And here's where we can all be difficult. And don't think that you know it all. Wow. See, you never know the whole story when you're dealing with somebody, even your spouse. I'm sure that there are some of us who we don't even know the full story about our wife or about our husband or maybe about our mom or about our dad that's impacting them in a very, very specific way. And so you want to try to see someone else's point of view because you never know what you'll find. You'll never know what you'll learn. Peter says it this way. He says, do not do wrong to repay a wrong, and do not insult to repay an insult. See, sometimes if we're not careful, what happens is we, we deal with a difficult person and we become difficult in that moment as well. And what Peter says is, do not repay 
with a, 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 but repay with a blessing because you yourselves were called to do this so that you might receive a blessing, a blessing of helping them and, 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 and giving them grace. And so refuse to be offended. Just refuse to be offended. Always take the high road. Forgive. Don't gossip. Show empathy. Here's the third thing. Don't please everybody. That's true. Don't please everybody. Don't even try. Realize that you can't please everybody. This is a trap. You see, remember, if you're searching for the acceptance of people, the approval of people, you give them control over you, over your life, over peace, over joy, over happiness. And be very careful because when you accept the praises of people, then you will become dependent upon that. You see, the strength of Jesus was that he didn't concern himself with pleasing people or even himself. John says it this way when he quotes Jesus. Jesus is saying, I am not trying to do what I want, but only what my Father who sent me wants. Man, that would change a lot of relationships, wouldn't it? You know, he was concerned with obeying God. He was, he was concerned with trusting God in every situation. And whether people liked it or not, he wanted to do what God was asking him to do. And that's a great place to live. That's a great place to be. But the only way that you and I can do that is if we love his word, his truth, his principles. Let me give you number four, and that is this. Stand your ground. Yep. Stand your ground, okay? And what I mean by that is don't allow that difficult person to manipulate you, whether it's a husband, whether it's a wife, whether it's a boss, whether it's a friend, whether it's a boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay, l- l- listen to me very carefully. Love is not giving in to manipulation. Now, I know for many Christ followers, you think that's the Christ-like way, but it's not. It is not. You know, don't necessarily allow the difficult person to have his way or her way. And yet what I see so often, and I want you to know that I've been guilty of this too, we have passively given in to them and we give them control because we think that's the answer. And so we submit to them and we give in to them. And yet what I want you to understand and know is that there's absolutely no teaching in Scripture. There's no way that, 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 that is the, the way in which God wants you and I to respond to that difficult person. He doesn't want you, and he's not asking you or me to be a doormat. Look at what Paul writes. He says, you actually allow these imposters to put you in bondage, meaning under their control, take complete advantage of you and rob you blind? Wow. He goes on and he says, how easily you endure those who in their arrogance destroy your dignity or even slap you in the face. Wow. And so what he is saying here is stand your ground. Don't let somebody just run over you and take control of you and be a doormat. That's not Christ-likeness. Now, forgiveness is extended instantly and it's by grace. And that's huge and that's important. But what we have to understand is trust is earned and it takes time. And so just because a difficult person is being demanding or disruptive, it doesn't mean that that you just step aside and you just let them have their way. No way, no way. Even in a marriage, even at work, 
Even at church, no way. Stand your ground. Stand your ground and realize that forgiveness, okay? We need to forgive instantly because God has forgiven us. But trust is a whole different matter. It's earned and it takes time, so stand your ground. Let me give you number five, and that is this. Pray. Pray. See, prayer is powerful. James tells us that the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Powerful and effective. And Paul gives us a description of what can happen in my life and in your life in handling a difficult person when we pray. Look at what Paul writes. He says, let gentleness be seen in every relationship, even in that difficult relationship. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship for our Lord is ever near. He's right there in the midst of everything that's going on and that interaction and that exchange with you and that difficult person. Don't be pulled in different directions or worry about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. So we need to be praying all the time. Offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. He'll let you know how you should respond to that difficult person or that situation. And so pray, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Ask God, what are you trying to teach me? What do you wanna do with me? Because God will allow difficult people in your life because he wants to reveal things to you and about you that maybe you need to address or character qualities that he wants you to be able to grow in. Or maybe he will reveal something about that difficult person so that you can respond in a, in a, a Christ-like way. And so you wanna pray for yourself. And then you wanna pray for the person. You wanna pray for that difficult person. You know, sometimes God wants to, to do something inside of us and inside of our lives to get us focused on loving him and loving other people because that's what, Life is all about loving God and loving other people, even difficult people. And so what happens is God may have brought that difficult person in your life so that you could be Jesus to him or Jesus to her. See, Scripture would say, if at all possible, live at peace with all men. And what happens is they begin to see God in you and they begin to see God in me. But it'll only happen if we pray for ourselves and we pray for that person, asking for God's grace and God's strength. I wanna leave you with this verse from Proverbs. It says, when a man's ways or a woman's way are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies live at peace with him. Wow, wouldn't that be great? To be able to be at peace with even the most difficult people in our life because we love God's word, we love God's truth, and because we know who he is and we know who we are, we're just not offended easily. We just don't stumble and fall easily because we're secure and we know that we're loved. That's my prayer for you and that's my prayer for me. Let me pray for us. God, we thank you 
today for who you are. God, I, I, I realize that I can be a difficult person, and I believe that all of us, no doubt, somebody thinks or feels that we're difficult. We're hard to get along with. We have unrealistic expectation, or we don't respond in the right way. And God, we want to be sensitive to that as well. But we also realize that there are difficult people out there in our lives. And God, we need your grace. We need your strength. And so I, I pray that we would refuse to be offended. I, I pray that we would always take the high road. I pray that we would forgive and not gossip and that we would show empathy. I, I, I pray, God, that, 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 that we would always be in a state of prayer asking you what you would have us to do and how you would have us to respond. And so, God, be with us. May we be an example of who you are to every person in our life. And we pray it in Jesus' name, amen. If you want to talk to someone about a decision you've made or let us know how God's moving through this series, visit newpoint.org forward slash contact. Be sure to stay connected with us throughout the week on social media, Download our app, subscribe to our weekly podcasts through the App Store or Google Play, or catch us on Roku or Apple TV. Thanks for listening to today's message, and we hope you continue to realize and reach your full potential in Jesus Christ.